0: Hey there, and welcome to episode 22 of Cast Reflects. I'm your host, Josh, and I'm joined, as always, by Connell Luke the Truth Jennings. Howdy! How you doing, man? You okay? I'm all right. 22. 22, mate. We're getting there. We're, like, nearly halfway through a year's worth of podcasts. We're, like, halfway to 44. That is bang on, actually. It's funny <laughs> you should say that. It's exactly halfway. No, uh, no James Legosi this week, unfortunately. Um that was, no, it was fun though podcast. i enjoyed that yeah no it was sick it was sick we should we should look at getting um some more guests on soon yes um because that
1: was a good laugh um how you been anyway you been okay been all right yeah taking some holiday off work uh next week so just nice. sort of getting getting through to that
0: yeah i've got a week off in two weeks as well and oh, i nice. cannot fucking wait
1: it was uh, rumour has it it's somebody's birthday
0: very soon it could be could be someone's 32nd birthday oh fuck that's horrible 32 get out
1: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah it is my birthday um i don't know when this yeah this episode will come up the day before so you still got time to
1: happy birthday for wish tomorrow. me a happy
0: birthday yeah yeah exactly yeah, yeah. so you're you're fine you're absolutely fine Right, I'm going to I I am going to ask you what you're playing, but mm. I kind of know what you've been playing a little bit because we're going to have a chat about it today. Well,
1: secret, I've been playing two things.
0: So. <laughs> oh, nice. Well, I'm going to go first because I've been playing loads of shit recently and it's been what? really cool. So I've been playing Metroid Prime finally. Mm. It's really good. It's it's Yeah, it's really really good. I've never I'd never played Metroid Prime before uh, on the GameCube. So this is awesome playing On Switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, like, you know, one of the, like, highest regarded video games of its time. Like, it's obviously, like, really, really fucking good. I think, like, a couple of the mechanics haven't aged particularly well. Mm. Like, the fact that you can't fast travel in between save points or certain areas. Like, you literally have to go from... You have to walk everywhere, essentially.
1: (laughs) Yeah, stuff like that's just—it's a product of its time, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I found that playing Final Fantasy XII. Fortunately, if you tap L one, the game just goes in double speed. Yeah, so yeah. you can bomb it around. You can just tank it speed. through. Yeah. If it didn't have that, I wouldn't be playing it.
0: Nah, it's weird, man. It's like I've played Pokemon on my little—not um, recently, but I've, I've, I played—I think it was Gold on my little like Android thing. And just you can speed it up, and it's like I can't believe mm-hmm. I used to play this without speeding it up, like grinding yep. out levels. It sounds really impatient, doesn't it? Because we all used to do it when like we were kids, because you didn't know anything else. But yeah, it's definitely it. one of those. Nah, I, c- I
1: couldn't play Pokemon Red now without a speed like mod or a... <laughs> yeah, because like all emulators have them, basically. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Like you just double time the speed and save states as well. But um yeah no it's it's really really good uh, you can see why it was so highly regarded for its time I think I'm still really enjoying it like the gameplay's mm. slick it looks beautiful on Switch you know the it's classic Metroid you know like backtracking it's just a, <laughs> lot, it's a lot of backtracking sometimes and you it's funny those sorts of games I find you you can spend like half an hour playing it and you don't do fucking anything because you're just walking around like. I know that there's a door that I can open now with this new upgrade. I just don't know where it is because I haven't (laughs) found the map for this area. And then you find it, and then you get loads done (laughs) in like half an hour. So you kind of go through these sections where you're doing nothing. And then you're doing like quite a bit. But I've been playing that. It's really good. I I reckon I'm about halfway through. I've been playing Inscription finally, Mm. which is amazing. I was really struggling with it to start with. I found it really difficult it is hard even though it's kind of roguelike i feel like i got i died enough times that i'd unlocked all the mechanics for like the first act yeah and i've completed it i've completed the first act now and it's just gone mad like it's just gone mad i don't know how much you played of it but
1: i'm i'm only yeah i've only done into the first act i've not got past it
0: yeah so i won't say anything cuz i i know you've played it already but it's so up your street. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Like it's so up your street. Um, If you get a chance to go back to it, definitely do. Cause it's really, really good. But yeah, I, I love, I, I love everything about it. It's like, even though it's really difficult, it's super interesting in it's mechanics and mm. even it's art style and things like that. And there's like a bit of a break in the fourth wall in it and, and things. like Yeah. That. And it I does love that when, really well. I love it when video games do that. It just, It makes you think, like, what, where, like, where am I and what am I doing here playing this game? Yeah. Yeah, I love it when video games do that, obviously. I think Metal Metal Gear was the first game I played personally, which did that. And it was like, this is fucking mental.
1: And also, Inscription's a bit like a game inside a game because you're, you play as somebody in a room that's playing a board game, a card game on a board.
0: Yeah. Oh mate, it's, it's... but most
1: of the game like exists within that bit. But then every so often it lets you get up from the table and walk around the room that you're in.
0: Yeah, like it without saying anything, it goes fucking mad. Yeah, <laughs> but in in a really good way. And you're just like, what the fuck? This is weird, but in a really good way. Um, I've been playing Diablo. I've been playing Battle Bit. Battle Bit's really oh, I need to get, good, get on Battle Bit,
1: man. I need to get mate. on Battle Bit.
0: It's so good. Like I really, it's really got its claws in me now. I've finally given it a good go. Just playing on my own at the moment, but obviously using push to talk, and ev- everyone on there is just pretty funny. Like just kind of a bit of a laugh to play with. Mm. And they have the uh, death. What's it called? The like the death. Uh, vocals like death microphone. Oh here. right, yeah, yeah. So like... when you die, your mic is. Open, open by default yeah yeah for like three seconds so you can be like yeah. nah. so you can take the piss a little bit or you'll kill someone and you'll hear like their really salty like response so yeah really, they used to do it on be, PUBG. yeah 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 it'd be really really good if we played and did stuff for your channel because i think you'd get some like oh we're you could doing it. We're doing you could it, do like you could do like a five minute you know video of just people's fucking like, death microphones,
1: <laughs> Yeah, deaf mics. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to download that after this. It's
0: like eight quid, and it's fucking... The me-
1: gameplay's solid as well, man. I've been like, meaning to buy it. Yeah. It's like just a handful of devs, isn't it? I think it's like four people. Or yeah, right, yeah, it's
0: super, super small studio. But yeah, Amazing. it's weird. It's, yeah, Love really good. That. Yeah, I've been playing quite a lot, mate. I've been playing quite a lot. What have you been playing?
1: I have been playing Adventure Time, Pirates of the Enchiridion. Sick.
0: I fucking love Adventure Time.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's wicked. Um I mean the game itself is fine. It's doesn't it's not anything amazing. It's not it you know, it's just, it's a solid game. It's um an open world, turn based RPG, sort of like Final Fantasy. You've got a party, you're Finn, Jake, Bemo and Marceline. Nice. Uh for the initiated Adventure Time fans. Yeah. And <laughs> um yeah, and you travel around uh, the land of oo and you've got to go and complete missions because the ice king has flooded Ooh. so everyone's <laughs> now living in pirate ships and you're just getting like battles on the sea
0: oh sweet so what's kind of like the main like mechanic is it like turn-based or is it just yeah
1: turn-based like it's pretty pretty basic turn-based final fantasy style so you've got each character's got a moves like a normal attack and then you can heal by using items or you've got like special attacks that you have to charge up throughout, throughout a battle sort of thing. And each character's got their own special attacks and then you level up people's strength and speed and stuff like that.
0: Right, right. Cool. So it's kind of basic RPG, but yeah, just yeah, adventure time.
1: Just adventure time, yeah.
0: Set on top of the ocean
1: as well. On top of the ocean, which I thought was quite interesting because it's not not under the ocean, is it? Like other games that we've talked about. It's it's,
0: it's not. um, I suppose it would be, yeah. Well, I guess it's classed as uh, aquatic.
1: (laughs) Well, to be honest... I wouldn't say
0: amphibious, but it's aquatic. It's not underwater. It's an
1: aquatic game. I mean, your brief specifically said underwater because I had a few... Honourable mentions in there that weren't quite underwater, yeah. But we'll get on to. No,
0: that. that's all right. That's fine. Well, let's let's swiftly move on to the main topic, which is kind of a two a tour. It's a tour. We're going to it's talk two-fer. about we're going to talk about Dave the Diver because well, I've completed it. Have you completed it? Not quite. Not quite. I am okay.
1: Ever ever so close.
0: That's fine. That's fine. That's enough for us to you know.
1: Oh, it's more than enough. About. I'll tell you where I've got to in a minute, and I think you'll yeah. be like, "Oh, okay, you're literally about five minutes from end. Yeah. <laughs>
0: okay. So yeah, following on from that, I thought it'd be cool to have a look at some underwater video games, mm. and you know, ones that are in that kind of terrain and uh, environment, because I, looking into it, there's not actually that many. There's like a few, but, and I know there's only so much you can do underwater but Mm. for someone who suffers with thalassophobia it's always like a morbid curiosity like it's almost like exposure therapy whenever I play an underwater game because I the thought of being in that situation is just so disgusting to me (laughs) in like in every possible way that I just weirdly enjoy being able to just be like "Nah." I don't have to be I don't have to do that anymore. I'm just gonna pause and cancel this.
1: Gives you control.
0: Yeah, exactly. I'm in charge of my thalassophobia, not you. So yeah, Dave the Diver, mate. Yeah. You're nearly done. How much have you done?
1: So I've just got to the glacial region and I have unlocked the first of the three uh puzzle bits in the glacial region. And then I just saved the dugong that's ill. Yeah. uh, With by chasing down the octopus and getting the antidote from the octopus, which is a fantastic sentence to say. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. So you didn't kill the octopus then?
1: I did not. Nah. Ah, did you? Nah, nah. Uh, Nah. I wanted to know what happened if you killed him.
0: Nah, I, I, I couldn't. He was just too cute, mate. Even though he was annoying, he was having a little game, wasn't he?
1: What I will say is after the absolutely anti-vegan massacre that that game is i felt i could the least i could do was spare the octopus (laughs)
0: yeah yeah it's weird isn't it because like you're you're a vegan i'm I'm vegetarian now i never used to be but not being pescatarian i was just like i've never liked seafood anyway so i didn't really have a weird thing where i was like ah you know i don't like killing animals in games any like anyway but That's basically the whole game. And that's the whole game. Like, you're just slaying fish. Like, really slowly at times as well. Like, at the start when you're... When your weapons are really bad. When your harpoon's shite and you're just, like, perpetually, like, hitting a tiny (laughs) fish. And it's, like, really slowly swimming with blood coming off it. You're just like, oh, mate, just fucking, just shoot it. Just shoot it with the gun and get it fucking over and done with. Yeah. But, yeah, so your overall thoughts then of it. Because I'd say, you know, I don't want to say too much, but you're you're close to the end. Yeah, but you've got a bit
1: to go yet. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I yeah, I love it, man. Game of the year. Yeah, really. Yeah, for me at the moment it is. I mean, I haven't played Zelda, so. It, well, you know. no, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Yeah, it's wicked, mate. I love it. I think it's. I think it's really, really good, and it just constantly surprises you over yeah. and over it constantly surprises you the game becomes so many different things as you go like you start so i suppose like we'll explain and also spoilers
0: oh yeah 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 absolutely good shout Spo- Right, okay spoiler warning for dave the diver because we're gonna we've
1: already ruined the octopus
0: so yeah big spoiler warning for anyone that's not played dave the diver
1: yeah uh because i want to get down into the nitty-gritty with you yeah. um yeah so like the setting of it is when it first starts out it's quite obvious about what you think the game's going to be and then in the day you go fishing you go spear fishing you dive down with your harpoon gun and you catch little fish at this point nothing particularly big then you take them back and you in the evening you run the the sushi bar so then it becomes like it goes from like this this like fish hunting game to all of a sudden you're managing and running around a bar, a restaurant, give seven people drinks, go like Bancho, the chef's cooking stuff up. You've got to run to him, take stuff off and like clean the plates and bits like that. Right. Yeah. And like when I first started playing it, I was like, Oh, that's quite cool. So you're going to keep jumping between these two, um, like different sort of gameplay styles. And that's why, how the loop remains really interesting because there's like variation in it. Yeah. Then. It drops a farming simulator on you. <laughs> yeah, and it's
0: yeah, like, a, a quite a minimal one, but you know, still,
1: it's, you have to go there every day, do the weeds, get the, get yeah. the weeds out of your 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 plants and water the plants and stuff like that. Get and your then, rice. Get your rice exactly. Then you've got the like whole weapons upgrade system side of it. Yeah. So you can upgrade and find different weapons. So you've got like the obviously you start with the harpoon and you get a rifle, but you can also get a net gun, you can get a sniper rifle, you can get the triple shot, you can get the uh grenade launcher.
0: Yeah, like the sticky sticky, sticky bombs. Sticky bombs,
1: yeah. Um like there's so much more that you can do in terms of like that side of it. And that character that you meet there is amazing. The um the guy who's like got all the anime, characters. anime like <laughs> uh, action figures and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I can't remember his name.
0: Yeah, it's it's like it. You're right. It just keeps on on giving stuff, and that's not even like we haven't even spoken about the story yet, which is basically yeah. your. So in effect, you could basically keep, you could play the story from up to a certain point. And then you could just run the sushi bar if you want. Yeah. Like you don't even have to finish the story. You can no. you can just do that loop. Which is a ridiculously fun loop as well, considering yeah. it's, you know, effectively the same thing over and over. Obviously they introduce new fish and new biomes as you go deeper and you upgrade your water like your air and things like that and how much storage you can take.
1: Well and this the um like diving area that you go into seems to at least to to some extent be randomly generated or at least there's different versions of it that Yeah, you go, go into each time
0: Yeah so it's quite it's procedurally generated but I think it's sort of follow it's procedurally generated in it in this it follows the same sort of structure if you know what yeah. I mean so like your the, locations are always in the y-
1: same places
0: Yeah but some of the terrain might mean you have to go a bit of a longer way around yeah. yeah so yeah like the ship the sunken ship is always on like the left hand side yeah and like the first shark is always on the right hand side you know do you know, yeah, do you yeah, know what yeah. i mean yeah so you have those similarities but it's always a little bit different each time and it's all tied in like really neatly like obviously quite you know it's pretty whimsical and far-fetched in the fact that it's like this giant blue hole just keeps changing and there's every type of fish here possible but yeah it's <laughs> but they like make nothing... fun of that yeah they, and nothing they
1: wrap that into the story
0: yeah exactly and it's not just like oh here's the here's the weird underwater world like crack on it's like they're very self-aware of that it's a video game and, yeah, yeah and they play on that to, to its strength thing
1: yeah yeah and then when when the weapon, the bit as well, when the weapons guy go, has that dream and he's at the the concert, he's at the show for the, like, K, he's at like the K-pop show or whatever. Yeah. And then it turns into like a rhythm game. into a little rhythm mini game. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like those mini games are amazing. The one, like when you have to go head to head, the VIP the, ones, the, the VIP Chinese sick, chef, aren't they? guy, the first one who comes in and it's like, you've got to collect the ingredients. And then when you collect them all, it goes into that mini game where you're chopping up the carrots and then like slicing up the fish and preparing it. They're, yeah. They're wicked. They're really good mini games.
0: Yeah. They're, gen- they're genuinely good. At re- like when I was playing it, I was, I was like, this is like 10 video games in one, mm. which on paper, if someone was like, we want to make a game that's kind of Stardew Valley, Subnautica, Monkey Island, Wario you know, all these different games, but it's got shooting in it, and it's got like a yeah. really genuinely interesting story. You'd yeah. be like, what? Get out. <laughs> You're not making that game. But it's it's pulled off like so well that, and it's so charming in what it does and it's, and it's characters and mm. the art style is like beautiful. It's like proper pixel art with like these really blocky pixel art cutscenes and things like that.
1: But then the, back, the background is also like 3d, uh, 3d rendered. Like it's like two it point It blends 5D. the two really well. It yeah. really nicely blends the two.
0: Yeah. Because it's like, It's pixel art how you imagine it, but it's modern pixel art with, you know, like depth of color and Mm. perspective and things like that.
1: Yeah, really good example. That is the um, place where the sea people live. Yeah. Because you can see the background and the foreground. You can see where you can go um, through like the little teleporter thing. Yeah, it's not just a
0: flat. It's not just a flat page, you know, like no, how other platformers yeah. were always screens. so it's like different screens as you went through the level. Mm. Whereas there's obviously layers of it that all seamlessly transition. And some yeah. of the bosses and things like that, like...
1: They're really good. The some boss of them fights
0: are... are really good, like really creative as well.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say, yeah. Because some, some of them are like puzzles, and some of them are more like damage-based, and then you've got ones where you're like, oh, there's actually, I've got to solve something here.
0: yeah. Is it the eel that's like? I think it's the I, th- I can't remember. Does it's some sort of fucking sea serpent? But it, it goes from left to right, and it's kind of like you know your standard, your sort of standard side scroller boss. But then yeah. it goes through the back of the level, yeah, like through the background, and then spins round and it comes at you through the back. So it's coming yeah. at you from another perspective again, rather than just left and right permanently. Yeah, and stuff like that. It just yeah, it's just really really fucking good like i've struggled to find anything i'm not really keen on it about to be honest
1: like yeah i absolutely loved it the only bit that i wasn't keen on for a while was the when you go between the depths and the like the really deep bit and the like semi-deep bit and you've got those little tentacles that block your way unless you shine the torch on them
0: yes a uv, a UV yeah.
1: torch but then I realised you can, once you help see people, they just give you a pendant that does that. You just equip the amulet and you yeah, just walk through it. That's yeah. That's been on since I realised that existed.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that and the, uh, I think it's the damage one. That yeah, that's
1: exactly, that's what I'm running, mate. We're yeah. running the same build. We're <laughs> running the same build. running the same David Diver build.
0: But yeah, I just, I couldn't, like I knew, I knew I wanted to play it and then I saw the reviews and I was like, okay. That's cemented the fact that I'm definitely going to buy it. But I I had no idea it was gonna it was gonna capture me in such a way that I could not I could not stop playing it. Yeah. Like I I ditched everything else to play it for yeah. about two weeks. Basically, I completed in about two weeks. I did like thirty hours I think, which you know when you're working full time is pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. <it's laughs> to be able to get guy, that done. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was. Yeah, I can't really, I can't really fault it to be honest. Like, if it's, it's it sounds easy to sell to people because of how great we're making it sound, but well, hopefully, how great we're making it sound. <laughs> but it's such a peculiar game. Mm-hmm. I think you could be into like lots of different stuff and still really, really enjoy this game. Yeah, at its heart, I would say it is, it's a management game of sorts. You know, like, you're, like you're, you're managing all these different things. You've yeah. got to go and catch the fish. You have to run the sushi bar. You manage the sushi bar. You can have staff and things like that. You do your farm. But then there's this whole other side to it where it's got like a genuine narrative. Yeah. That is a start and an end, which I think a lot of games that are in that same mold don't have as often. Mm. Yeah, you know, Valley don't. is a fucking fantastic video game. Oh, I love it. And there is... There are things you can do in it that you can you can only do by progressing, you know, your like abilities and how much yeah. money you've got.
1: There's not really a definitive end.
0: But there isn't. The, yeah, there isn't that through. You just get to the point where you're like, I mean, I guess I've done everything now.
1: Yeah, I've won. I've completed farming.
0: Yeah, but this it's like you you've got the story there. If you want it, you kind of have to do it if you want to unlock more things and mm. really experience the game in full. It's just such a, it's such a lovely blend of those two. Do you know what I mean? Where you Definitely. can just, you can just do, do both, but at your leisure, you're never pressed into doing something other than like the, the, the events where you have a certain amount of days before you have to gather the ingredients, yeah, for like a yeah. tuna party or whatever. And, and even if like you,
1: there's not really a huge punishment, if you fail that you just get less money.
0: Exactly, exactly. It's 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 more opportunistic, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Well, um, what rank did you have? What's your cookster looking like?
0: I think I got to Diamond. I didn't get the last one. It, unless that is Diamond.
1: Diamond is the last one. Okay, I think
0: I'm Platinum then. Yeah, I'm Platinum. I, the only thing I couldn't get was the taste. Like I needed to get a meal. I needed to get a meal up to like 250 taste or something like that. Yeah. i was on like 230 so it's fucking close but yeah. i didn't actually get it
1: i love that as well like so like the day after your, your shift you can go on cookster which is the in, in-game version of instagram yeah and you can just look like at all, all the, the pictures like all the pictures yeah. that people have taken at your restaurant yeah yeah just exactly. shit like that it's just really fun little bits to add in and like, you use your phone so much in that game.
0: Yeah, because that's where you do all your management from, isn't it? Like, other yeah. than in person. Like, you're you upgrading your weapons, you're diving, your your farm. Like, you can check on... It does a lot of the legwork for you. Yeah. So you're not like, oh, I need to go and do this. Oh, I need to do that again. Like, I need to do that. The more you play it, the more you unlock, and the easier it gets to, like, do those things. Yeah. But, yeah... Fucking phenomenal game, and just yeah, just ridiculously good because it's such a small team as well that that developed it. Um, but yeah, if you've not played Dave the Diver, go and play it because it's like it's like fifteen quid as go well. Go and do
1: it. Go and do it. It treat is yourself. coming out.
0: <laughs> yeah, treat yourself. It is coming out on Switch as well. I think next year. So if you're holding off to play it, then I reckon that would be mm. banging on Switch. Yeah, I think
1: it would be a good Switch game.
0: Yeah. Well, moving on to our topic, which we've done about 25 minutes on Dave's timer. <laughs>
1: well, part two of the topic.
0: We're going to look at some underwater video games. We um, are. So I wrote, there's a fairly sparse collection of games that underwater. underwater. Um, but looking into it, there are some really, really good video games. And I thought we could have a quick chat about some of the best
1: underwater games. There's a high percentage of bangers in the there underwater is. collection of games. Considering how few there are, I'd say
0: there's some fucking excellent games on there.
1: Yeah. I mean, on the Wikipedia page, there's 98 games.
0: That, like, that's not a lot, is it, when you think about it?
1: I'm not really. All <laughs> t- all-time games. I, I, I mean, I've, got, I've made a list of a few. That I think are good standouts, and then I have one that I've just stumbled across when looking at underwater games for this list that I really want to play, and I think you will also really want to play. Right. Um, but I think the first ever underwater game I played was Echo the Dolphin. No. <laughs> I never got on with Echo the Dolphin. It's hard, isn't it? <laughs> it's yeah, really it's hard. It's really hard. No, James Pond. Yeah. James Pond. <laughs> Underwater agent
0: exclusively underwater, love
1: it absolutely wicked game. Um, I used to play it on Sega Mega Drive back in the day. Nice. Definitely yeah. have like really you know how like rose tinted glasses when you think back about how things like I imagine if I played James <laughs> yeah. Bond now, it's not gonna stand up. It's yeah, you're not gonna dust off your Mega Drive for it, are you? No, exactly. <laughs> um, but I did want to give that a shout out. That was nah, fair. When was that? 1990 that was released. Oh, mate. Same year as you. Same year That's as same me. Year as same, year year released. Released, same year I was released, mate. Same year I was <laughs> released. <laughs>
0: oh, mate. It's such a grim wave. <laughs> <laughs> released onto the world. It was a, Mate, it was, a lucky,
1: it was a lucky day, mate. It was a lucky day. Uh, me and James Pond go way back.
0: <laughs> I think the obvious one to point out quick is Bioshock. Yeah. Um, obviously you're inside a city, but the city is it's firmly underwater. underwater at the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean <laughs> Which again is just a fucking absolute nightmare of mine. Like that is a real that's yeah. that is a nightmare.
1: But what a game.
0: Yeah, I mean, one of the greatest video games of all time, really. Yeah. There's if if you've not played Bioshock for whatever reason, Turn I can tell you now and go and buy it. <laughs> I can tell you now it's still just as good. Now, like fifteen years later, or whenever it came out, I think it was about fifty two thousand seven, I think. Um Bioshock Two not as good, but still still underwater. It's still it's still good, you know. It gets a lot of shit Bioshock Two,
1: but uh, I'm gonna give you a controversial still... opinion here. Go on. You prefer it? I prefer two to three.
0: Do ya? Yeah. Oh, see that's
1: mine goes one, two, three.
0: <laughs> Wait. Oh you pr- oh sorry, I thought I thought for a minute you said you preferred two to one, and I no, was "No, no, like, no,
1: I prefer two to three.
0: <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry, I should have actually listened.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> not just hear what you want to hear if you like.
0: <laughs> it's because I thought we were going underwater only. Nah, nah,
1: I I have to disagree with that. But yeah, I wasn't big on three at all. Nah, really. Never I think it was it. quite.
0: I think it was quite divisive. I, I loved it. Mm. I thought the story was insane. Like, it was one of those, one of the first games I really played where I wanted to read up about the story afterwards and find out, like, everything, every mm. little nook of lore and Easter egg and things like
1: that. And Bloodborne. Yeah. That's what I was like with that. <laughs> that was, yeah. Yeah.
0: Any From Software games. <laughs> yeah. Can't do a podcast without mentioning them. From Software, no, no. mate. What, are, what, are you saying? what else are they paying us for? <laughs> um, what else you got? What else you got on your
1: list? I've got another one that I think you aren't going to have on your list but it's an absolute banger that I love and played a lot on Xbox 360. Feeding Frenzy 2.
0: Okay yeah no never played this mate never played this.
1: It's literally just like a you're a, start off as like a small fish you eat smaller fish grow get bigger eat bigger fish go into like frenzy mode and you can just like I said, just keep getting bigger and bigger, and it's just—it's a bit—it's like an arcade game. This, yeah. Um, and I always used to play it on Tristan's Xbox because he, yeah. We used to wake up at his house on Saturday, really hungover. Um, and Tristan didn't used to wake up until like three p.m. So <laughs> yeah, just fucking used to just lay in there. his bed,
0: like, and you'd be <laughs> on the sofa on this little sweaty leather sofa you'd had about two hours sleep on because you felt like you were fucking cheese on toast <laughs> <laughs> and it's like he stopped waking up for ages
1: so i'll just get into some feed and frenzy and, uh, nice. <laughs> and just play it on mute
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't fucking wake him up
1: <laughs> otherwise he'll take the xbox away yeah um but that was pop cap games um published by ea in 2006 yeah. pop
0: cap mate no, fair. um so i got a little a little indie on there which i played um when it came out called song of the deep you ever played this mm, no
1: i haven't
0: so it's like a metroidvania style where you're in like a little submarine and it's basically a metroidvania game you know you're backtracking you're going to and from different areas fighting different bosses but it's a little side scroller yeah and you you're in like this little this little submarine but I can't remember exactly what happens in the story, but I I think you're looking for like a cure for your, either it's either your other half or like a loved one Mm. and you have to go and, or I can't remember, or, or you built the submarine with this loved one and they passed away and you go and like explore the ocean for them kind of thing. Okay. I can't remember exactly, but it's actually got a really like quite a nice story to go along with it. But yeah, that, that came out in 2016. That's, um, yeah, a little hidden gem, if if no one's ever played that, is Song for the Deep. What else you got?
1: I have got, well, the other two that I've got are definitely on your list. So I'll go to the one that I found whilst looking at games under set underwater to jog my memory. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard of a game called Silt? Silt? No. Yeah. Mate. Take a look at this. Silt. I'm going to send this to you on Discord so you can just have a look at it quick. Because I think you'll love it. And I definitely want to play it.
0: I mean, it looks like it looks like Limbo Underwater.
1: Yeah, that's exactly what it's basically penned as. Limbo yeah, Underwater. This,
0: that looks fucking awesome, mate. The art style is ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it's really cool, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, if you haven't played Limbo, it's like... It's, Puzzle based, it's like a puzzle adventure game. Um, but the big sort of point of it is it's black and white and it uses a lot of like shadow effects and stuff like that. Yeah, to, to, it's like it's just really creepy, it makes everything feel really creepy. And silt looks like it does that, but underwater.
0: Yeah, that looks awesome, man. I can't get over the art style, it looks beautiful. It's almost like hand drawn.
1: Yeah, it's like really it nice.
0: Pencil kind of shading. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, mate. Yeah, fucking, okay, I'm sold on that. It looks, it looks wicked. It looks really, really cool. So the other two, then you said they're going to be the same.
1: Yeah, you're going. They'll be yeah. exactly the same too. they They're both <laughs> both giving my best.
0: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um. So soma. Yeah. Obviously, uh, frictional guys did um amnesia.
1: Yeah. Underwater, Um, what can make
0: amnesia fucking scarier? Let's just put it underwater, (laughs) stick it underwater, and have a really fucked up story about like transcending our fleshy bodies into the fucking AI. Yeah, that's a butcher in the story, but from memory, that's basically what it is. Yeah, and it's really bleak as
1: well. Really bleak. Everything's really run down. It's all abandoned and demolished and.
0: And then there's just horrible AI that's really fast that just chases you through like basically the the sea floor yeah. and through old decrepit facility that's based underwater. Yeah, but yeah, excellent, excellent game, freaky um, game. It's great. Yeah, really good. And then obviously the last one that I've got on my list: SpongeBob SquarePants, Battle Bikini <laughs> Bottom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely, mate. <laughs> 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 Straight out of my list. No, the last one is Subnautica, which personally I think is I actually think it's I think it's one of the best video games I've ever played.
1: Do you wanna know what I love? Go on. When I was like putting my list together I clicked on the Subnautica Steam page and because it pins to the top reviews by friends on the page, it's just a review from you that just says Easily the best survival game available.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's when I was doing my uh, Steam reviews on during COVID to like unlock shit for my profile because <laughs> oh, I had no. nothing else to do. But I stand by that. I stand by that. I think it is, I think it's by far actually, not just because it's underwater, but by far the best survival game I've ever played.
1: Yeah, I it's would the agree.
0: F- weird that we were saying this about Dave the Diver as well in a similar vein but it's the first survival game where I played and I was like fuck I actually think I actually think there's something going on here and you're slowly uncovering all the stuff about why this why your ship was shot down and yeah what they were doing like there was a disease on the planet and they had to quarantine it so you can't leave and you can't you on attempt like that to
1: land breadcrumb trail. It's not like it doesn't shove you into a mission objective, and
0: yeah, and it's and it's permanently got the loop of like you need to go deeper. You need to go deeper to find a the materials to go yeah. even deeper, and b to find out what happened, and then c find out fuck. I can actually, I might be able to build a rocket to help me get off this this fucking horrible planet, which is just water. <laughs> But yeah, it did it did everything for me. I I, I loved it. It's, it's a beautiful looking game. The soundtrack's phenomenal. Oh, it's it so plays cool, it? it plays really well as well. And and the fact it's that it's just, like an creepy as fuck Alien as well. fish
1: as well because it's an underwater alien planet.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: It, like everything's so I don't know because like you don't know what's going to be next.
0: You so. don't know what's hostile or not. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Like you you see things and you're like. I mean, there are things that are clearly hostile, <laughs>
1: clearly going to mess you up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like the Reaper Leviathans are like genuinely. I will never ever forget the first time that you go towards the Aurora, the big crash ship, and you yeah, just yeah. and you literally hear them like going, and you're just yeah, like, "Oh what my the fuck god, is that? it's horrifying!" Isn't and it? It? it's all murky, and you just can't. And you, before you know it, you're in your seam off, and they've just like got their fucking clamps on you yeah <laughs> you're just shaking like, your little sub about <laughs> yeah yeah just absolutely wrecking it and you're just like yeah i also think that game as well does map um boundaries probably probably the best in a game where mm. you just try and go to the edge of the map and your little pda comes on and it just says like you're entering the ecological dead zone yeah the only species that survive out here are microscopic or leviathan class and you're like fucking hell yeah and you keep going and you start going deeper and you realize that it just doesn't have a bottom and then you go far enough out and then the pda is like are you sure what you're doing is worth it and you're yeah. just like fuck and you keep going and you get fucked up yeah absolutely fucked up by ghost leviathans like fully grown ones that are I don't know. They're like eighty feet long, or something, in in the actual game. Something ridiculous like that.
1: I I would love to know how that's programmed, like how that's coded in. Do you just get to a certain point and then it sets a ghost leviathan on you, so you it can't just, get?
0: I think any it spawns. Out? It spawns one, and you can keep going, and then it will spawn another one. I think it spawns up to two or three. Okay, but even if you're in a, even if you're in the submarine, like in the cyclops, it just gets trashed. Like, yeah. Before you can... Well, you can't go anywhere anyway, because it just keeps going. But, yeah, it's insane. It's so freaky. And it's been modded to fuck as well. Like, people have modded, like, a gargantuan leviathan into it. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Which is cool, because when you get to the bottom area, the Lost River, you find, like, a skeleton of of a gargantuan leviathan. And the skeleton is, like... The head is, like, the size of, like... (laughs) Half the Aurora, the main ship. Yeah, and you're just like, "What's that then? <laughs> how was that? How was that a thing?
1: How did that ever exist? What but was that, that yeah. eating?" <laughs> yeah, literally to stay alive. Yeah, it's
0: insane. Um, but it's kind of got its own cult following, and people have modded it, and they've got like theories about like there's there's an even bigger leviathan like in the in the depths and things like that. And yeah, I I, I love the second one it's not as good as the first one because they weirdly added loads of land to it. Yeah, they um, did. I know. I
1: thought that was so weird. The first time I played the yeah. second one, I was like, hang on. Yeah. I love this game because it's not on land. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't take it's, it on land. It's
0: obviously a lot of, like it's predominantly underwater, but there is a lot of areas where like you're in, it's in the ice caps on the yeah, same yeah. planet, but it's a lot of caves. Cause like, there's like cause a snowman. Yeah. Yeah. um, but yeah, the new one is in development and uh, that I think they're going to make it multiplayer. So whether that's a co-op, which whew, that's got, oh, be it's got us written all over it. Yeah. But yeah, there's your comprehensive list of underwater games yeah. for anyone listening. You, yeah, you've got some absolute bangers on there. I think we've done that absolute justice, mate.
1: Oh, it's just great games. My on the water shout out was for Raft.
0: Uh, on the water. Like it, like it. Yeah, yeah Raft's really good. Yeah, we had we had an absolute blast at that, and it's still horrible when you fall off and the shark's just like nah, straight away. <laughs> yeah, it does like, you not literally leave you alone. dip your toe in and the shark's like on you straight away. It's fucking well not in. but that is good. That is good. I love the little um, the little story beats you find in the notes and things. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's good. It's good. Right, let's fucking power on through to the Reflex select. It's gonna be a mammoth episode, mate. It's gonna be a big one, isn't it? Yeah, it's good. Um, so in honor of our last episode, I thought this would be a good reflex select for this week. Yeah, and it actually kind of ended up being quite an interesting sort of little bit of research into it as well, because the game is called WrestleQuest, and yeah. it's out on Tuesday, the eighth of August. It's out on everything, and it's developed by a studio called Mega Cat Studios, and they have done fucking loads of stuff. So. I looked into them, and I'm just looking at their Wikipedia page here. They basically made loads of games for like old consoles, for like okay, yeah, en- yeah. like NES and Sega Genesis and stuff like that. I'm not really sure if they're emulated or whether they're actual cartridges. The video, the the images and videos I found look like they're legit
1: cartridges. There is, yeah, there's quite a few developers that still make um like what are they called like discontinued console games so they just make games specifically for consoles that that are no longer like live sort of thing
0: yeah but um the actual game itself looks like pretty good doesn't it it's like a little pixel art um just wrestling fighting game i think it kind of in the same vein as super punch out but like a like a top-down isometric style
1: yeah and it's what i thought was really cool is I thought at first, maybe they were just using like references to real wrestlers, but they're not. It's actually the likenesses of real wrestlers like Diamond Dallas Page, Macho Man, Jake the Snake, Sardin's Porter. They're like all in it.
0: They're like legit wrestlers as well. Yeah. Yeah. So it's obviously, it's obviously got a bit of heart and passion behind it that they've not just like made a wrestling game with, without any knowledge of the subject, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, someone's signed off on it, but yeah, it looks um, it looks really cool. I'm definitely definitely going to try this.
0: But yeah, that's by Mega Cat Studios. They've done absolutely loads of stuff. If you look at their um, on their website and on their Wikipedia, there's just fucking they've done loads of games. But they've been only go, they've only been going, I think, since 2016. So they've they've absolutely churned them out, mate. But mm. yeah, that is WrestleQuest, and it's out on Tuesday, the 8th of August. Right, what have you got coming out this week, mate, on the channel?
1: On the channel, I have uh, a highlights video of Elden Ring called My Journey Through the Lands Between.
0: Nice, nice. I'm looking forward to that, mate.
1: Mostly compilation of me falling off stuff.
0: (laughs) Try jumping. (laughs)
1: Yeah, mostly that.
0: (laughs) Oh, mate, I'm looking forward to that because that's one of those games that we've never played together. So I'm looking forward to watching you play it and yeah, fall off stuff by the sound
1: of Mostly it. falling off stuff, some big whiffs. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, yeah, just all the good stuff. Are there any highlights of, with uh, Charlie in there? There we are, yeah. it's a couple of invasions. Nice. Uh, a couple of boss battles that we go on, yeah.
0: mic up? Are you mic'd up on it?
1: Yes, although for some reason in the recording, mine was recording from my webcam microphone, so... I sound like I'm on the other side of the room. <laughs> it does
0: that sometimes, though, even when we join this. It's like, it just picks up the webcam. Just fucking...
1: Yeah. Just unplug Ch- it, mate. Charlie plays cool. on um, Steam Deck, so it was recorded through the Steam Deck. So oh, the through the mic inside. Oh, yeah. that's, as long as you can hear it, it's fine, isn't it? Yeah. There's a bit where we were teabagging one of the Invaders, and you can just hear Charlie clicking the stick on the Steam Deck, like... <laughs> <laughs> just maniacally
0: laughing at the same time (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) wicked so that's out on loot the truth this weekend indeed awesome well that'll do us again for another episode so thanks ever so much for uh, listening guys and thanks as always con for joining
1: the pleasure is mine
0: and we will see you all in episode 23 au revoir half of 46